What's going on? It's Kamal and Stephanie once again. THSH Radio, where we think highly, we stay humble. Um, We had a... What was the subject we were talking about earlier? We was talking about how um, basically whenever you get married, that person don't stay the same. Yeah. So what ways do you feel like you've grown since we've been married? Well, one example that I used was... Um, I have really been into politics lately, and um, I've been talking about who I wanted to vote for and why I feel like, you know, we shouldn't vote for this person. And before, this was never me. Like, I used to just go out there and vote, you know? Like, I, I don't I don't know nothing about Obama. I just voted for him because he was black. Like, that was it. But I think everybody did that. Well, yeah, I probably still would do it today, but at least I want <laughs> at least I want no more information about him. Like I'm re- researching people. Like, what do you feel about women's care? What do you feel about you know schools and everything else? And I feel like one reason why I'm like that now is probably because I have kids. So, what's something that's changed about you? Um, I think being married made me more responsible. Having kids made me more responsible, but I feel like actually being married made me more responsible and um, made me more aware. And it's weird, though, because I feel like it put me in charge when I didn't want to be in charge. Like, it put me, it made me a grown-up. And um, just like the podcast we were just listening to about the whole um, 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 stag, I don't know if this is a word, but stagnation. <laughs> but um well give it a definition. Yeah, well just being stagnant and um complacent. Well not really complacent, just really stagnant. Um just taking your time on a lot of stuff. And um I think the reason why I'm more urgent when it comes to things cuz I'm more um I have a lot more to be responsible for. Not saying that you don't have you know things that you're responsible of, but with me being the man of the house and having all these responsibilities and responsible for the bills and, you know, the money and making sure we got a roof over our head or whatever the case may be. I feel like um, I like to get done, get things done more on time, you know, um, kind of expeditiously. And, um, you know, just just that that necessary urgency that it takes, because I can't wait around for certain things, even though I, I really don't want to like come home and then have to worry about bills and have to worry about, you know, getting the car fixed or, you know, certain things like that. I just want to come home and relax and just fill on your booty all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but even if you did, even if all the bills was paid and all the cars was fixed, you still couldn't <coughs> come home and relax because we have kids. Yeah, but see, that, and, and another thing too, like I feel like, um, you know, all that is, all that stuff, I actually... Had a convo. Who was I talking to? I forgot. But basically, the conversation was about um, like back in the day. I think it was me and you had a conversation. Like back in the day when we didn't really, yeah, like treetop days when we had parties like every weekend, and like you know we was lit. We was going out. We was going to Charlotte, going to Atlanta. You know, and it was just us, but no kids, and you know just just doing what we was doing and just having fun, but. I feel like those days didn't last, but they they couldn't like last like till today. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense, because I feel like too much of a good thing is a bad thing. 
You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but I think it's, I don't know. I think it's a different fun now. Like, even whenever we do go out and we get a babysitter, it's like, you know, you go out and stuff. Or maybe it's just a mom thing. But sometimes I be like, okay, I miss my kids. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm ready to go home. <laughs> yeah, I do miss my kids. But I, I, I also miss the, like, the, the freedom not really like I said the freedom, but like like today, right? While I was coming home, I was thinking like, cause I was just in Jamaican music, right? So I was thinking, I was like, yo, I really want to go to like a Jamaican club, you know, just me and you though, like you know, and just yeah. like and dance and you know have a couple of drinks and you know just really party and you know just enjoy ourselves because it's been a long time since we actually done it and i think that's important too whenever you got like somebody if you're married or if you're in a long relationship or whatever the case is i think it's really important for y'all to have that me time in between time you know what i'm saying and because you don't want to be so consumed with just life and bills and kids and you actually forget that you know you have somebody that you find attractive that finds you attractive that loves you that and, you love and, and not even if you're in a relationship or a marriage but if you're a single mom or a single dad go out and have that you time yeah i'm a firm believer before i had kiana and kamal was working um across the world i used to go out to eat by myself like go do that go go do stuff by yourself i used to have a whole car- girl what we eating Oh, okay, let's get that. That do sound good. Like, go go do stuff by yourself. You don't have to have nobody there. Sometimes it's good to be by yourself. You need to clear your mind. Yeah, you can't be you can't be with somebody until you know how to be by yourself. I think that's what it is. It's just like saying that you love somebody, but you don't love yourself. Oh, you got to let that hurt go before you move on. <laughs> what you laughing at? You say you got to let that hurt go before you move on. Yeah. Where did that come from? It was just popped up in my head. Somebody needed to hear it. Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess so. You got to let that hurt go before you move on. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. But anyway, <laughs> what the podcast was supposed to be about was uh, basically how you can you can marry somebody, right? And then they be this one person. And then, like, couple, uh, down a couple of months or even days, it's like, it's not who I thought you were. Yeah. Last year. The person or, you marry is not the person you end up with. Yeah, that that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, so I I think but it's I think it's it's for the best. It could be for the best and it could be for the worst too. It yeah. all depends on how you look at it. You know, the person you fell in love with they ended up, you know, going down or the person you fell in love with ended up becoming the uh even greater person that you fell in love with and it makes you want to fall in love with them even more. So I mean I mean, I, I guess it all depends on how you look at it, you know, but yeah. and then, I don't know. And then we also got to learn, like, sometimes people grow apart. Yeah. If you or ever, you can grow closer. Yeah, I feel like everybody grows, so you're either growing together or you grow apart. So whenever you, what's, if you grow apart, how do you know that you're growing apart from somebody? Um, I, I feel like it's it's something that you feel inside of you. Like, I feel like if you're forcing a relationship too much, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't, like, naturally gel together, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't naturally just, like... Vibe together. Vibe like together, to. yeah, you know? And not even saying like you used to, because just like you said, everybody grows up and everybody's different, but I feel like if you can't, if you can't, like, just get it back, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people build relationships... 
it's like building a house, right? If your foundation is not strong, then your relationship is not going to last long. That's just my opinion, right? If you build your relationship on lies or deceit, you know what I'm saying? Then it's going to end up that way, if if that makes sense. Okay, okay. So I feel like you got to have a strong foundation. You got to have trust. You, you know, y'all ain't got to be best friends, at, you know, in the beginning, but... I feel like it has to be some kind of honesty, some kind of trust, some kind of loyalty. You know what I'm saying? And you you gotta have that that um that time period to test your relationship. It don't always gotta be infidelities. It could be um, financial setbacks. You know. I want people to stop doing that. Not to cut you off. Whenever people talk about relationships or marriage, I want people to stop thinking about um, um, infidelities. Like. Just, I don't know. I feel, I said, I think I talked about this one time whenever, I don't know who I was talking to, but anyway, somebody was like, um, I don't know if you remember, we, I think we had either just got married or we was about to get married and somebody was like, um, y'all gonna probably be together so long that whenever y'all go out, you ain't even gonna care who your partner dancing with. Oh yeah, I remember that. And I was like, (laughs) why they in front of you? And she was like, yeah, girl, you ain't going to care who he dancing with. And I was like, I'm going to always care who he dancing with because if I'm there, you shouldn't be dancing with nobody. Yeah. Now, if, you know, you with your boys and I'm with my girls, I have no problem with you having fun. Just don't disrespect me. You know yeah. what I mean? Or And I won't disrespect you. But if we're together, no. So I would never forget that conversation. And she was like, well, I don't care. And I was like, well, I ain't you, sis, because... The whole club is going to have to get shot up if that happens. Like, <laughs> I, I just, how do you feel about stuff like that? Like, why do you think people base it on cheating so much? I feel like, I feel like it's just like, um, it's like once you be, once you're with somebody, right? It's like you, you want to put all your trust into them and you, you look at, like you see them as this perfect person, right? But it's like if you find somebody, if they find somebody else and they're spending that same time, that same love, that same energy that they was giving you, you feel robbed. Yeah, but I feel like if you're going into a, excuse me, if you're going into a marriage, why should it be like, oh, well, we've been through a hard time. Like, hard times is not cheating. Yeah, but a lot of people don't understand whenever you get married, you're getting married. It's not, you're not asking somebody out and it's in a, a big celebration because you got a new girlfriend or you got a new boyfriend marriage is for like that's it you know what i'm saying so whenever you make this decision to propose or you make this decision to say i do or yes you know to whatever size rock ring whatever the case may be you're in this for this is it you know what i'm saying like okay i'm forgetting my parents you forgetting your parents i'm forgetting my boys you forgetting your girls it's like we're not really forgetting them but you know what i'm saying like yeah this this is this is who you gotta focus on you know what i'm saying yeah well i don't understand especially for women because like i said i feel like more older women was targeted towards me whenever they found out we was getting married if he, you know, if he step out, it's going to be all right. And I'm like, but why? I, that's not even in the back of my head. But I feel like that's more, I hate to say this, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but I feel like that's more the older generation. Yeah, but some of these females want that. Oh. Yeah, but I, I feel like, I feel like back then, right, a lot of the older women depended on the man 
to be. See, look, all right, I might I might be rambling a little bit, but I'm I'm trying to explain my point why I'm saying this, right? Back in the day, a man was was judged differently how a man is judged today, right? Yeah, because they had to work and woman yeah. basically just so home. as long as the man was taking care of the house, he had a roof. He made sure there was a roof over yeah, the head. Bills was paid. You wasn't supposed to say nothing. That's a man. You and let him do whatever he was supposed to do. Men back then didn't deal with mental illness. Now, no, they dealt with it. They didn't know how to deal with it though. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It, it it's yeah, always they, been mental illness. Okay, but yeah. it's never. So it's, now let's talk about the females. That's in today's time where we are talking about mental illness and like whenever you get together and I feel like some females even brag about it like, like what? oh there go the girl he cheated on me with she thought he was she thought she, he was gonna stay over there and I'm just like you should have kept that to yourself like <laughs> don't don't tell us that no more but why why do you think that's in the back of people's head? Because whenever I got married to you, that was not in the back of my head. I'm going to stay with Kamal even if he cheat on me. No. That's, that one in the back of my head. Why do you think? And then I feel like females. Okay, I feel like we went on subject, subject but we're just going to roll no, off we could, we could speak on it, though. But I feel like females Somebody might need to hear this. settle for so little. You know what I mean? I mean, a lot of people don't know And you can worth. talk about men, too. Because I... I uh, a lot of a lot of people I don't know that. I some men. I'm like, bro, why you with her? Like, I got a couple of homegirls that'll make you happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got a homegirl that cooks some chicken. Like, you know, like. <laughs> so. I never seen none of your friends cook, except for Ray. And twin. Oh yeah, well, tw- well, yeah, twin. She sell plates, but anyway. Don't give her no shout out on this. I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> I know she probably listened to it too, so don't give her but, no shout uh, out on this. But yeah, like, why do women settle for? So, what, why do you think, coming from, like, your point of view? Like, a man perspective. Yeah. Why do you think women settle for so less? I mean, I can only speak on, like, my experiences. I don't really, I don't sit down and really have conversations with women anymore, especially, like, with the, men, like, on my mentality, I, I am now, like I have now. But through my experiences, I feel like a lot of women settle because, Matter of fact, like we said in the last podcast, I think it was me, you, and Kiana. Um, they don't want the responsibility; they just want the benefits from it, right? Nowadays, it's popular to be a side chick, and they won't complain as long as they're getting, you know, benefited from it. See, I'm not talking about that. Though. See, I'm just <coughs> trying to hear it from a man's side. What do you mean, though? I mean, like in a relationship or in a marriage. Why do they settle? Yeah. Well, that can go again. Like they don't want the responsibilities. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of men that make a lot of money out here. You can make six figures a year, and he and you he's, don't have to do nothing. he ain't got to do nothing but look pretty and take pictures on Instagram like, all day. Not to bash Uncle Tyler Perry, but I feel like that's in a lot of Tyler Perry Uncle. plays. <laughs> like, um, you called him uncle. Yeah, but like, I feel like in a lot of his plays, that's what it is. Like, it's like the women, the women settle for less, and the men be out here doing whatever. And then at the end of it, they get so bitter and so angry, and you know they start pushing people out the wheelchair and tubs. And stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I, for me, I think women settle for less because they didn't have. Um, a good role Example. Model. Yeah. Or their dad won't there. Or maybe he was there, but maybe he didn't treat their mom right. Yeah. Or maybe, like I said before, you got to let the hurt go. Maybe that hurt hurt you so bad that you're so scared. And a, and a lot of, not to cut you off, but a lot of people live their parents' lives. Meaning, what, um, I knew this girl, right? And um, I used to ask her, right? She was going to school to be a lawyer. 
And I asked her, I was like, is that what you want to do? She was like, no, I wanted to be fat. I wanted to do like fashion. And I was like, well, why never, why, I can't speak today. Why didn't you like, why wasn't that your first choice? And she was like, because my parents wanted me to be uh, be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So I was like, so why don't you just do fashion? She was like, because my, my parents would be disappointed in me. Well, they would have just had to be disappointed. And then they probably wouldn't even been disappointed. You know? But like, I, I didn't know, like, I used to see that type of stuff in movies. I never know it actually exists. Like, it was, like, real, like, in real life. But the reason why I said that, not to sound rude or whatever, but the reason why I said it is because if you gonna live to make your parents happy, you ain't gonna never be happy. Yeah. yeah. And then you gonna mess up somebody else's life because you mad because you gotta go out here and be a lawyer and you don't even want to do it. Yeah. It's not your passion. I think you should just follow your passion no matter what your passion is. And that was one of the things that I really love about you. Um, like, because even though, like, you know, teachers might not make six figures a year or whatever the case is, you do it because it's your passion, not because you're trying to get a whole bunch of money out of it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what made me really follow um, what I wanted to do and follow my passion. Like, you were, like, one of my inspirations off of that, so... You know, you kind of helped me with that. Oh, it's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to do nothing else. <laughs> like, whenever, whenever Kamal started this podcast, I was for it, but at the same time, I won't for it because I didn't know nothing about a podcast. And I was like, what is it? So whenever he started it, I was like, okay, um, it's a lot of men that need to hear this. And then whenever he was like, babe, I want you to be on the podcast. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I can bring a different vibe, and now I love it. So if it's not dealing with kids, and if it's not dealing with podcasting, like, I ain't, I don't really want to hear it. I mean, I might step my foot in something just to see if I like it, but if I don't like it, then I'm not going to do it. I love children with all my heart. You know that. Yeah. I love children with all my heart. I would spend my last, I would fight their mama and daddy over my kids, like, I love children, so it's it really is a passion, and I believe that you should follow your heart. If you're gonna be working just to make money, you're never gonna be happy. Yeah. So if you chase money, you you never be happy. Money is infinite, so you you can never have enough money if you chase some money. Look at all these people that's famous and killed themselves. Yeah, they had all the money ass. in the world. Yeah. But for me, back to the comment that I made. For me, I think me from my eyes, and you can say it from yours. For men, they settle for less because they feel like they got the baddest thing walking. Have you seen that? Yeah. I have seen that. I've I've been a victim of that, too, as well, I can honestly say, where they say, um, what do they say, don't trust a big booty and a smile? Yeah. I've, I've been a victim of that, and I can honestly say that, please don't do that. If you... I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but just don't do it at all. Well, okay? I got a big booty and a nice smile. But I wasn't talking about you. Oh, okay. Sorry. You got the right booty and smile. Ow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I feel like men said it for less because they feel like they got the baddest thing walking and they got to they gotta have that trophy. Yeah, it's you a comp because it's a competition. Like, whenever you go out, it's like, dang, that's your girl, and she really out here just being Cause it, But you know what's crazy, though? Yeah, that's crazy. But... <laughs> <laughs> You know it's crazy though, right? It's like men, some men, right? We we go get the baddest girl just to just to show off, to 
you know, the other guys. We don't even really like her. We might, yeah, you know. I have seen that. You know what I'm saying? We might, whatever, like. I she. seen that. But you know what's crazy, too? What? I, I know I'm going off subject a lot. But normally, the girls that we need and would be perfect for our lives, we never pick. But the girls that give us the most problem and that look the best, probably got the biggest booty, whatever the case may be. Those are the ones we end up I with. I felt like I was that girl. Not the trophy girl. But I felt like I was the girl that was always there no matter what. You treated me like crap. And I was still there for you. Yeah. And you said he was my soul tie. And now it's like, dang, yeah. Yeah, he was my soul tie. But then I feel like once we got engaged, it was like, dang, I never noticed how much you been there. And it was like, well, too bad, nigga, Bob. Like, <laughs> you know, like. So, yeah, I, I feel like I have been that girl. But I feel like that is a great lesson. If you are that girl, don't just keep sitting there in that corner. Especially if it's a man out there that's ready to cherish you for everything. I feel like me to you, I feel like you make me your wife, your girlfriend, you know, like your your everything. I can be your hoe. I can be your, your freak. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Not my hoe. <laughs> but it's fun. And I'm glad that you're not a controlling type either. Yeah. Like people, I have heard people be like, oh, my man, I never let me wear that. And I'm sis, come on, I'm about to go buy me the outfit right now. We going out together in it. He might not let me wear it by myself, but we going out together in it. So I like I, that about you. I think it all, it all has to do with like boundaries, man. And I never believed in boundaries. Like I don't. I think it's a respect thing. Yeah, it's it's like you really got to base your, your relationship. This is my personal preference. You got to base your relationship off of respect. Like, if I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be around you. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, right? Like, I've never, since I, since when we first started talking, right? Mm-hmm. And I said this in all my previous relationships as well. I would never force you to do nothing you don't want to do. Right. Right. Because I feel as though if I'm forcing you to do anything that's against your will or that you want to do, I'm changing who you are, right? And I I don't want to do that because if you change who you are, then you're changing the person that I'm in love with, right? Right. So it's like, I want you to be you. Now, with that being said, there's consequences in everything you do. You could do the right thing and there's good consequences. You could do the wrong thing and there's bad consequences, right? Yes. It don't take that much for me to cut you off. Right. Once I cut you off mentally, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? You got 30 days. That's it. If you don't give me back in the 30 days, I'm done. That That's just what it is. You see what I'm saying? It didn't work for me. Come on, bro. <laughs> me like three times. And we were still together. <laughs> but you came back within that 30 days. You didn't let it go longer than 30 days. Yeah, I didn't let it go a night either. Yeah, you that's what I'm saying. Up with me. What is, I'm o- we're over. We're not going to. Not Y'all, he really trying to break up with me. <laughs> I was like, okay, good night. Talk to you tomorrow. Like, what is that? You're like, but you ain't going to talk to nobody else, right? I was like, what? We still girlfriend and boyfriend, right? That's not how a break goes. <laughs> That's how this break up going to go. We just going to go to sleep and we can talk about it in the morning. Okay, I love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. That's how I feel now. Like, if I ever told Kamal to get out, don't walk out the door. Nah, you told me to, you told me to get out, like, what, it was a month ago? I think I told you to get out twice. It was like, pack your stuff and get out. And I, honestly, 
it was weird though, right? Because I was like, I'm not gonna get out, like because I already know as soon as I get out, you gonna tell me try to come back in. So, like, where the f you going? I'm you not got somewhere out. Like, but um, damn, what was he talking about? And oh, and, and just just for uh, what do you call it? I forgot. But we're we're our marriage is perfectly fine. Okay. I don't want anybody to take this and run with it and make it seem like we got issues. I mean, we're married. Every yes. married couple has issues. Exactly. If you don't have issues in your marriage, then both of y'all cheating on each other. Jesus ain't the only one making y'all happy. I you just said that. So Satan is definitely in there. I wouldn't give Satan the glory, but nah, that's just, that's he just is. Me. <laughs> he is definitely in there. But um, I definitely feel like. But this is one thing I like about our podcast because. Even though I was like, in this podcast, we're going to talk about this. Now we're talking about a whole bunch of other stuff, too. And you never know who you're helping. And like we said, a lot of times, sometimes, you know, I hear feedback from other people. And it's like, dang, me and my husband or me and my boyfriend was going through what y'all talking about. And I was like, girl, we was going through it, too. We just fixed it on the podcast. That's what happened. (laughs) So I, I, I love this. Yeah. I think it's important, man. A lot of people don't, a lot of people don't really realize it. One, because they probably wasn't raised that way or had an example of to how to do it. And two, they just don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just they just don't know or have a clue. And it might not be for you. It's okay if it's not for you. You know what I'm saying? It's like eating chicken, you know? You chew your meat and you spit your bones. Like, chicken ain't for everybody. Yeah, chicken ain't for everybody. Like, you know, but... If it is for you, then, you know, if it helps you, then, you know, you know, take take from it what you need. Every marriage has its problems. <laughs> but like you said, if somebody tell you we don't argue, we don't do this, run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> run fast. If it's too perfect, like, it, it's too perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's like I said, Jesus ain't the only one making them smile. So trust me, you know, if I seen one one thing, right? <laughs> It was on um Instagram. It was like, you know your girl like you. Well, you know your girl really love you if she put her leg over you while y'all sleep. Oh, that's me. Even if we argue. <laughs> I got put my leg. What an attitude. Yeah. <laughs> I might try to do it harder than before, but yeah. And then suck your teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way I'm going to sleep. But yeah. Um... I think the beginning of this, we were just talking about, like, um, you're not with the same person you marry. Yeah, it's it's true. I, and I think, I think to be honest, all that stuff we just said, is still tied into that. Yeah. Because you, you're not. You you grow. The qualities stay the same, though. Like, your, your core qualities, like who you are as a person, I think that stays the same. Yeah. But as you grow, you like to you like to to you learn to like new things, you know what I'm saying? You 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 mature, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not it's not really changing you, it's upgrading you to be the better version of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz like like I said before, I was not into politics. And now I'm over here seeing the Kamal people like I don't think we should vote for him. Or I don't think we should vote for her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's if my old self can come out of me and look at my new self, it'll be like, girl, I never thought you would care about who to but vote. A lot, a lot, of, a lot has to do with the people you're around too. You know what I'm saying? I still around the same people though. Not necessarily. You met a lot of new people, and you and you hang around a lot of new people now that think different. 
Oh, but my friends are still my friends. Yeah, but they've grown too, though. Oh, okay. I was. I. I didn't understand. Well, let me not say that because I'm giving too much credit to your friends and. Hey, you know. chill. Nah, you know we, we have a we have a love hate relationship, and I I don't want to yeah come on have a love hate relationship with all my friends. That's but how I know they they are true it's friends. It's cool though. It's it's so fun. If I, I like, like them too much, then they not good for you. I feel like um I have a love hate relationship with his friends too. Yeah, you do. Yeah, especially that light skin one. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you not light skin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like. Okay, I can see what you're saying, and and that's another thing that I can tell that I grow. I'm not a people's person, but I have seen me just fake smile and um say, "Hey, how you doing?" and listen to people. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> a lot to take in. Yeah, because <laughs> for me, it's hard. It's really hard. If you knew me before. I don't like new people. I don't want to meet the new person. I don't want nothing to say. But now I'm doing a podcast. Excuse me. Now I'm doing a podcast and because I have to network and because I have to push it, it's like I really do have to talk. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's not easy. But sometimes it get easy. It's like, hey, she really cool. Or, hey, he really cool. And then some other people, it's like, okay, yeah, this conversation over. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, it's an upgrade. Because... To me, I feel like I'm still the same Stephanie, but I calm down. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not so quick to shoot him up bang bang no more. Like, now it's like I might trip you and see where you go. <laughs> so. <laughs> you ain't gonna shoot him, but you gonna trip him? Yeah. You shoot him, then ask questions. <laughs> now you just stab him, you ask one question, and if you like the answer, you put a band aid on The metaphors you know? that you put together is just amazing. And you know what's crazy? People get it, though. They like it. <laughs> So that means other people think but like me. That's the scary part. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's what they really want to say. Yeah, that's what. But you were the only one brave enough to really say it. Oh, like, yeah. I, that, that's the only thing that probably didn't change about me. It's probably a lot of people that. Yeah, but yeah, praying for you. Yeah, keep praying. Because <laughs> I know but, my guardian angel is probably like, I want a new person. Yeah, I don't hey, want her. <laughs> God no. gave you like five extra. <laughs> Oh, man. But I, I, one thing, just to, just to give credit to our show, I love this. I love how we can talk about our problems. I love how we can still laugh and we can still show love. Yeah. And if you see us in a club together, like, you would think we was boyfriend and girlfriend or you would think we just met or something. Like, it's it's cool. It's Don't let nobody tell you. Well, you might need to listen to some people. Don't let nobody tell you marriage is, like, the worst thing ever. Because... It's the best thing that ever happened to me. It's really what you make it. Uh, and it's, being a mother is the best thing that ever happened to me, too. It's, it's really what you make it. Like, you can make it the best thing in the world or it can be the worst thing in the world. Like, it's, it's really what you make it, though. I feel like, but you have to you have to establish that foundation at first. Like, I don't, I don't think anybody should get married until they, like, been with that person for at least like two years or three years consistently every day waking up going to sleep waking up going to sleep waking up going to sleep it's a different it's a different you know what i'm saying like it's different like marriage is not a commodity nowadays you know what i'm saying it's not a commodity it's not an instagram post or it's not you know what i'm saying it's not new, the new shoes yeah and, and they make look it look how but, big my ring is look how large my wedding is and it's like Y'all was together oh, for I want to talk about that the whole wedding thing months. too, because we didn't have a wedding. 
And at the beginning of it, whenever I did propose, that was one of our biggest arguments. Yes. It was the whole wedding. And I was like, well, I don't really care about a wedding. I just want to get married. And My dream. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, well, we got to do this. Or we got to do this. Or how much is going to cost? And da, 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 da. And I'm like... I just and it was married. stressing me out, and I didn't even know it was stressing me out. To the point that we started arguing. Yeah. And, it, like, it was like every time we went to go see somebody, they was talking about the color. Now, if you know me, my favorite color is emerald green. So the wedding was going to be emerald green in another color. Uh-huh. Like, green was going to be somewhere. If I had to walk down with a green dress, it was going to be somewhere. Uh-huh. And not to put her on blast with your mother... <laughs> not to put on a blast but you put on a blast okay your mother I'm sorry ma definitely was trying to have the wedding lime green and if you also know me lime green is probably the ugliest color out there <laughs> I think it looked like poop so I don't like it I don't, I don't like it at all but she wanted it to be lime green and I was like no nah. like it's emerald and she was like but that's my favorite color and I was like no work no. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I don't, you say you want to talk about that. I don't really know nothing about that. I will say don't let nobody stress you out. I look at say yes to the dress a lot because one day I still want that wedding. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Like that is, I feel like that's every, well, not every. But, I've, I've but I feel s- like that's kind of almost every girl dream. Like I've, that. I've seen a lot. Wedding. I've seen a lot of people actually get like really like. Let me say, I see men, right? On I, well, I don't even know from the women's side. I've seen them, you know, you know, what they call it, bridezillas or whatever you call it. Yeah. But I've seen them turn into that. But the men, I see them actually get stressed out to the point they be like, man, I don't even care. I just want to go get married. Like we can go to the courthouse, man, and we can spend the, spend the money on. But the, I think it's the, the people, and like like I said, not to put your mom on blast. But even with the dress that I picked out, I told uh-huh. you about that. She told me, because we was talking about a church wedding. And the dress I picked out, it was low cut. And she was trying to make me put a cloth on. And I was like, no, this is my wedding. And uh-huh. she was like, but you showing too much. And I was like, they seen titties. <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody seen titties. And today we're going to see Stephanie titties. Like, it's my wedding. Oh, man. Oh, so, man. That's uh, a lot. But no. <laughs> and the reason why I'm saying her is because I feel like. Mother-in-law on both yeah, sides. It happens. Yes. It happens. Yes. It happens. If 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 I don't know whoever is married or whoever is getting married, like it happens. If you ain't hitting, I mean, they got some some mother-in-laws that's like, and even your own mama, cool. not even your yeah. mother-in-law. Sometimes your own mama can step on your toes. I feel like they try to live their wedding. I was about you. to say that they live vicariously like, nah, through you. No. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they never been married. Yeah. Especially if they never been married. It's like they it's it's their chance to finally get married even though you're the one getting married. Yeah. And I let that be known to to my mom, your mom, and um somebody else too. But um <laughs> <laughs> I let it be known to them that uh you gotta drink off that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I let it be known that I want that was, y'all to I want y'all to look at the dress with me. But if I really if I really like if I really like the dress, then I'm gonna get that dress. You know, this is not gonna be a say yes to the dress moment where I'm crying because I like this dress and you still sitting over there like, nah, I don't like it. Like you can buy the dress that you want, but I'm gonna buy the dress that I want. 
So me and I go through this here just pick a tuxedo and go. Look, man, we just dare to show up, and sometimes we dare to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, my daddy said he'd pay for half. That was funny. <laughs> nah, he paid for the whole thing. <laughs> Being half, okay. But yeah, we ended up having a um a courthouse wedding, and it was actually, I think, one of the best things in the world. Yeah, it was great. I, yeah, I loved it. It was it was really nice. I really did. I loved it. The the people that we definitely considered families. Um, some people that we do consider family couldn't make it, but whoever was there that actually was able to make it, um, that flew in, drove down. Yeah. Uh, you know, we love y'all and appreciate y'all definitely, man. And, and to the people that couldn't make it, we because, still love yeah, y'all and appreciate y'all really too. Some people that tried and just couldn't make it. It was I enjoyed it. Yeah, but we we inspired a lot of people to get married. Um, you know. But yeah, I don't really like doing that. I don't really <laughs> inspire nobody to get married. But um And let me explain why I say that. I feel like sometimes you look at other people and you be like, Y'all are ghosts and then you might run into the devil himself and you, you might be like or the <laughs> devil herself and you might be like, Oh, I yeah. finally get to be like them. You don't want these problems. And your problems is even bigger than our problems because you're trying to connect to somebody that's not for you because yeah. you over here looking at somebody else's goals. And you know what a lot of a lot of people do too, man. And um, I know this old head, right? At um, the job I was working with in Houston, and um, he was saying about how um, he just know women, right? And every woman can like basically, if you buy them whatever they want, they'll shut up or whatever the case is. And I'm like, you shouldn't be. You know, basically, like, I guess you want to say happy wife, happy life type of thing. Yeah. But it's like you shouldn't be basing um, your relationship on gifts just to get her to shut up. Like, what if she's actually saying something that you need to listen to? Or what if, like, her nagging is a cry for help? You don't know what she's going through. You see what I'm saying? Well, what happened if her nagging can save your life? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um I think it's very imperative for you to, like, really listen to your partner, man. Don't just look at your wife as something to be nagging or, you know, I know men that <laughs> I know men that hate going home because they can't stand their wife nagging. I'm like, well, why did you get married? Like, if you if you don't want to be married, just leave or just listen. Yeah. Yeah. Either if leave you, or listen. If you if you really just be like. Okay, what do you want? But you know what I think it is, though? A lot of times is is they don't know how to communicate. And I said this, too, earlier um, with... with um, Not to cut you off. Shout out to my cousin. I ain't going to say his name until you say I can say his name. But he said something on Facebook, and he was like, it's not just communication. It's comprehension, too. Comprehension. Did I say it right? Comprehending. Whatever. Yeah. I said it right. I'm just correct. No, I'm not I'm trying not to correct to you. That. I'm just helping you. I know. you you super country. Yeah. So, you know, it's all right. It's well, thanks for yeah. the people that's from the city that don't know what I said. I mean, but you don't have to be from the city to know you super country. Yeah, but they might didn't know that word. They might have been like, what? That's all right, though. Yeah, cool. But anyway, it's not about <laughs> just talking. It's, got you. You got to You got to understand what that person is saying. Yes. And I was like, yeah, that is deep. Like, because you can talk all that. I had a conversation earlier. I'm, I'm not gonna say with who, but I got. A, I had a conversation earlier. It was a, it was a deep conversation, and we basically spoke about um, communicating, right, and being able to communicate. A lot of people communicate 
different because they was raised to communicate different. You see what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't know how to talk to women. Like like with me, right? I grew up I didn't know how to talk to women. Yeah, we say this. And before. yeah. So I, I always spoke with my mom and it was always like a excuse me, it was always a going back and forth thing. So I never knew how to speak to women. So when I finally got married, I spoke to my wife like I like I spoke to my boys and whenever we got into an argument, me and my wife it was more of a competition rather than trying to understand what the issue was. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, um, and this goes for females too, if you have the the disagreement or whatever it is to really understand what each other is saying, because you can solve a lot just by listening. And not every situation you're supposed to fix it. Sometimes we just need you to listen. That goes for both sides. Sometimes we just need you to listen just to just just for us to get it out. We're not asking you to fix it. Half the time, y'all don't know how to fix it. We don't even know how to fix it half the time. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't know what it's like to be in the position that I am in, that I'm in, and I'm going through what I'm going through, I just need you to listen so I can get it out. So I'm not crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I just need to get that out. So that might be for somebody out there. But uh, I think it's I think it's really important, man, just to find um, just to just to find that communication, that that bridge, you know, to, to be as, as transparent as possible. But to know that um, one, don't never hold it against me once I tell you my feelings, because I don't need for you to throw it back in my face, because when I'm at my vulnerable state, I need for you to understand it's 100 percent like this is my breaking point. If this ever comes back out to me, I can never trust you again. I probably I could love you all day every day, but I won't be able to trust you again. You will not get that part from me ever again. I feel like that's where that nagging come in. That nagging comes from too. Excuse me, quote unquote nagging, because some stuff is not nagging. And the reason why I said um, it can save your life because Go ahead. because it can really um, health wise. Um, you might be gaining some more weight and she mm. might be telling you you need to lose weight. Especially if your family is diabetic and got high blood pressure. You know, it runs in your family. And you gain the weight and she's telling you, you know, you need to eat better. You need to do this. You need to do that. That's not nagging. That's listen for you die. Or listen before your leg get cut off or something. Yeah, I think I think the nagging comes from like um, like repeatedly telling somebody to do something that they haven't done already or haven't changed or haven't fixed. I think that's where the nagging comes in. I think that's crazy that people don't want to go home, though, just to hear their wife talk. You'd be surprised. But you might be surprised, too, because that wife probably don't want you to come home either. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. But it, it, it blows my mind, right, how I've seen, I've seen a lot of older men, And right? I was about to say that. It's <laughs> the older people where I feel like we should be getting advice from. But it's like we're learning backwards from them. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they've been married like 30 years, 40 years, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but... You, and you cheating. Yeah. On your wife. Paying $200 <laughs> at the ATM in front of the, of the all-sups. Or sending pictures to, to younger boys that's half your age. Pictures of naked women. Mer? <laughs> you got a whole wife at home. You know, that's how men get caught cheating too, bruh. What? The stuff that I have seen. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Now some wives is cool with it. You know, some wives don't have a problem with you looking at pictures. But some wives that's that might not that might feel kind of self uh insecure. Yeah, don't do that to them. Yeah. And it don't have to be like, well, she shouldn't be going through my phone. Do you know how easy it is for you to forget to exit something out and she can pick up your yeah. phone and then she can see it? Yeah. That's not looking through but your phone. But that's why you don't put yourself in that type of situation. I was having a, a conversation with um with J Rod and Hey Deacon. And but <laughs> and me and him had a conversation about the whole like um I guess you wanna say like stepping out, but having that mindset, right? It's different now. You know what I'm saying? Like I was telling him like I don't need to step out. You know what I'm saying? It's because I invested so much money, time, energy love. You know what I'm saying? It's like, first of all, I don't even have time to commit some time for somebody else. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, And I always got your other phone because my phone stay dead. I mean, not only that, but <laughs> not only that, but it, it it really takes energy to really invest in it and trying to keep somebody else happy while you're keeping somebody else happy. But you see what I'm saying? Like, why do it have to be a conversation on stepping out all the time? I feel like whenever people be in a relationship or a marriage, they put that down in the middle. Like, boom, this is hard times. He cheated on me. We're going through hard times. Like, uh, no, that's not the hard times I was talking about. Hard times is if what happened if he get laid off? What happened yeah. if I get laid off? What happened if we get evicted? Like, that's my hard times. What happened times. if we have a baby? Yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> that could come in any moment. <laughs> like, but yeah. uh, that's that's my hard time. And, and for the... I almost caught y'all dummies. But for the people that like taking stuff and running with it, we're happy that Keon is on its way. But he was definitely a shock. I definitely thought I had a flu, not a baby. But um, why? I don't understand that. I don't understand why whenever people have to talk about relationships and marriages, that's the first thing that come up. Because I think that's the most popular thing. I don't I don't think, not just saying that. Um, if you cheat, you should stay. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying if they cheat that you should break up. But I feel as though that there's a reason for everything. And it might sound stupid, but it definitely is a reason for everything. I feel like a lot of people are not mature enough to, to make that commitment. See, marriage, and I said this before a long time ago. I know you remember. Marriage has nothing to do with love, right? If you... If you're willing to leave somebody because you feel like you don't love them or you, they don't love you anymore, you don't need to be married in the first yeah, place. Yeah, because you're going to fall out of love. <clears throat> you can, there's not one person that's been married for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years that's come home every single day and has been happy every single day they came home. There's sometimes you don't even want to step to that door, put your key in that door, but you still go. Why? Because it's a commitment. Just like that same job and same business that you've been working for 30 years and 20 yeah. years, you don't want to go to that job every day there's times that you want to call out sick you know what i'm saying but you still go to work why because you have to pay bills it's a commitment you still got to stay married why because you made this commitment you see what i'm saying and it's the same thing now whenever he says stay married now if it's really a toxic violent you know, yeah. If, if it's something that's that's dangerous, that you don't that, do that. Don't that can either either one get you killed, or two put you in jail, or three endanger your kids. You need to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it, if if any of those three is in your situation, you need to go. 
if you see yourself going to jail or you see yourself either killing her or killing him or, you know, they killing you or they doing something to your kids, they ain't got no business doing, you know what I'm saying? Whether if it's verbal, physical, sexual, whatever the case is, you need to go. You know what I'm saying? Do not. Like, you got to love yourself before you love anybody else. But um, other than that, um, I don't really see a reason why... um, that you should break up even over even over money. I know a lot of people that's that's got divorced over money. And it's either one the um they don't make enough money or they make too much money and it's gotten in their head and they feel yeah. like they better than the other person. I really feel like um that goes back to financial literacy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have not been taught how to handle and respect, you know, different you know, positions and different amounts of money, you know, and um, once we get it, we treat that person bad. I always say you judge a man um, um, with money by how he treats his woman before he has it. And you judge a woman with um, no, you judge him. You judge a man. You judge a man how he treats his woman before he has money. No, while he has money and you judge a woman how he, how she treats her man before he gets money. You see what I'm saying? So if you got a woman that's down for you, and you know, even when you broke and you can only afford a McDouble and some fries and she happy with the McDouble and some fries and you know what I'm saying? And she she's still willing to stay with you. She deserved to stay. You know what I'm saying? And if you if you if you got a <clears throat> if you got a woman that same woman and then you come up on a six figure job, you know, I ain't saying that you gotta spoil that every single day. But you should let her know that, you know what I'm saying? You appreciate that. You appreciate her. Because that, that, that does matter. You know what I'm saying? It does matter. Sometimes it's the other way around, too. Sometimes it's the woman that comes up with the six-figure job and the man stay down. You know what I'm saying? But so. I have said that before. Um, I have heard some females say, like, oh, um, Stephanie, your husband work in Texas. I see why you with him. And it's like, well, I was picking him up and taking him to work. And dropping him off back at home at his mother's house before he started working at Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think people people understand that. Like, we really, I feel like we built together. Yeah. Like, and it, and and I'm going to say something, and I never spoke on this before, but I'm going to say it. Um, there was a lot of, like, opinions about me buying you a car. And a lot of people had their own, like, two cents. Like, this woman, <clears throat> this woman actually, like, stayed down when I didn't have a car at all. Not only that, when I had to make the decision on, on like, leaving her without a car, you know what I'm saying? And I had to take the car because I had to go make money. She offered to do whatever she had to do to make sure I was secure so I could make a living for my family. And I think that was the most unselfish thing she's ever done, and it really showed me what type of woman she is. And with that, just from that right there, I had no choice but to buy her car because she was supposed to get my car that I had. And we was just supposed to, I was going to buy me a little point A to point B and then call it that. But, you know, just because of that, I said, man, look, we're going to the dealership, go pick out whatever you want. And she picked out what she wanted and I got her car. I feel like people are going to always have an opinion about what you do what somebody gonna do and really sometimes I just feel like people are really haters they just mad because they couldn't do that for their woman and or they want whenever you bought me the car somebody woman probably looked at their man like mm. like you know nice. what I mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> but 
it's it's not to like to gloat or like kind of yeah, show off or nothing like not. that. But I I'm I was really at that moment I was really trying to, you know, really show her that you know I appreciate her. I wasn't trying to show off and make nobody else look bad, like look bad or, you know what I'm saying or make it look like I got money or nothing like that. It was just a proud moment at the time because like we was going through like a lot. Like there was about three or four months that we was almost like completely broke. Like I had to borrow money and everything. Like see they see what Instagram and Facebook don't show you is the hard times. You see what I'm saying? They only show you the good times and make you look like oh you up twenty four seven. No, life hits you. You know what I'm saying? And at that Yeah, and before that time I, I was able to buy her a car, like I was I was struggling getting back up. You see what I'm saying? Like I had a I had a job opportunity to go to Texas and you know before i left out to texas like there was a whole month that you know i was behind on everything and then once i got out to texas i spent the whole two months trying to catch up with everything but once i actually got caught up you know i was able to do you know whatever i needed to do to make sure that we was good and pay bills you know a couple months ahead and you know really stay up and really you know do what i needed to do but they don't ever see the the down part of it. They only see the up part of it, you know. And I ain't so I'm not, I'm not insecure or anything to show the down part, you know, or even the up part. You know, I just don't like bragging or boasting but, because it ain't nobody's business. But yeah, um, well, whenever I show, well, I don't know how to really say that. Whenever I show my car, I won't show it off. It was to me like this is a blessing. Uh-huh. If you if you know what we've been through, then you understand why I'm I'm like. This is this is my car, y'all. This yeah. is the car. Like I listened to Beyonce. I was listening to Formation, and I was really crying in the car because it's like I got my own car. I don't have to ask somebody to pick me up. I ain't gotta borrow nobody's car. And then wake up in the middle of the morning. I wake up in the middle. Wake up early in the morning for them to get their car back. Like it was it was great. Yeah. It was a it was a wonderful thing. But um, we're not gonna always show the downfalls. Cause sometimes I feel like when you show the downfalls, that's where these little, these little uh, what you wanna call them, roaches, these <laughs> little roaches come in at. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but okay, all right. But I, yeah, man, I I think it in in I think it's just a lot of people don't want like people in their business because a lot of people is not inspiring. They like to talk about you behind your back and you know and tell your business, but you can only tell you what I tell you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can only say what I tell you. You know, especially if you don't I know. that's why I caught them roaches. That's why I caught them that. Because right. roaches come whenever, you know, you got food and stuff left Yeah, out. but they run when the lights come on. Exactly. And it's I didn't mean it like that, or I never said it like that. And you just got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, well, more of the story is what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we touched on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I I think it was a good conversation, though, man. Yeah, I do too. I think it was a it was definitely needed. Um, but I I think you should just like you know be be cautious of who you who you choose nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody is your ride or die, but not everybody is a gold digger either, and not everybody is the what they call it. Um, day ones. Not really say day ones, but. I don't know, I guess, but it, it just, you know, be cautious of who you who you keep around you, whether if it's, you know, personal or, you know, whatever it is, just be careful of the company and the people that surround you, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't never know that person, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you never know that person until they take off their makeup, so. 
But um, yeah, man. Um, I think my my little end two cent would be um, just kind of touching off of everything we talked on. If you are planning a wedding, make sure you're happy. Make sure your partner. Some men don't care. Some men is like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, they just waiting for them. Uh, <laughs> for yeah. the honeymoon, they don't care. <laughs> but if you if you have a man that's like, yeah, whatever, but he still listens to you. And, yeah. You know. I think you should talk to him, and it's easier said than done. But um, don't bring your aggravations home and fuss him out, and don't let nobody even get you that far. Yeah. I feel like I was turning to a bridezilla, but that's because I was letting people turn me into a bridezilla. Yeah. Like, I won't turn it into one because I wanted it, everything to be perfect. I think I was hearing everybody, like, you should do flowers, and it's like, I don't even like flowers, so why yeah. would I do flowers? So, I think... If you're going to plan a wedding, do it your way. Yeah. And if they're not going to roll with your way, throw up the do sign and keep it moving. Yeah, they ain't got to come. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we appreciate y'all for listening. It's THSH Radio. We thinking highly and we staying humble at the same time. It's your boy Kamal, K. Mr. Cobrand, my beautiful wife. Steffi. And uh, until again, or until next time, we appreciate y'all again. And we love y'all. And, um... That's it. Check out our next segment. All right. One.